Hello, and welcome to the Super Spreader Show with Trish. And Susie, we're here to infect you with truth and hope it spreads like a virus. Yes. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> no. I wish we could record sometimes. <laughs> like cross-eyed. Su- <laughs> Susie went to do her intro and realized her microphone was, is it too far? Pull it. This is like cockeyed. This is like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. So we haven't recorded in a long time. As you can hear, I have been under the weather. And my apologies, you're going to hear me sniffle. (laughs) I just heard it. (laughs) Um, I may have a cough attack and run out. So this will be fun. And Susie will just lead the way on this one. (laughs) Um, I'm on Dayquil. And we will see how this goes. I may... Pull a Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> I don't know. It might it might turn out really funny. I don't know. Um, I've been doing lots of Instagram research on different stories, and my brain feels like I haven't done any of it. So it's like, where did all that information go? I don't know. But I like things recorded for like history purposes, like. Hey, we talked about that. You know what I mean? So it's recorded and Mm -hmm. that we can uh, for sure say like, oh, we said that a long time ago. I don't know. I think it's fun. Or, hey, we were wrong Mm -hmm. on that topic. Um, So I definitely wanted to talk about Paul Pelosi's attack, even though it's like, quote unquote, old news. You know, in like the news cycle, it's considered old for us. But I've been sick. Yeah. So... I haven't been able to record on it. So, um, and then you have two amazing stories that kind of coincide with that. So, um, yeah, let's, let's get into those two topics and then we'll see where we go from there. Um, well, speaking of sickness, as I'm, I have a cough drop in my mouth and it's like making a lot of spit. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm like <laughs> ASMR is that what it's called <laughs> I yeah. like to listen to sounds it's something like that <laughs> you can let all those people have a joyous time listening to us with your ASMR that makes me cringe because I'm the opposite of I know I AMSR know. I was <laughs> we were I can't, you can't eat in front of me I can't hear you chew yes I don't want to hear you slurp yet last night Mark wanted a bowl of cereal and I was just sitting there because at night I feel the worst. And um, I'm just sitting there with no phone or anything. And he comes walking in with his bowl of cereal. And I'm like this. Because he knows. Like, and he literally <laughs> walks out of the living room and leaves the room like without saying a word. I'm like, I don't want to hear. I, it drives oh, me crazy. Yeah, yesterday. Was it yesterday? It was either yesterday or the day before. Uh, Jason and I eat lunch uh, if I'm at home mm-hmm. together because he works from home. And we were eating. <laughs> I got Thai food and um usually like we'll watch something or I don't know but for whatever reason we were just we weren't watching anything or we were like trying to figure out what to watch I don't know and I and so it's real quiet and then he's like <laughs> taking bites and I can you can hear him chewing and he's like I just I was so mean I said something like because he, he's like what do you want to watch I go I don't know but anything but having to listen to you eat you know I just don't want to listen to you eat <laughs> we so need I'm, a, I'm not the only one so Sorry if you have that disorder and you're going to be so disgusted by this episode with my juicy mouth and juicy nose. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, there's an actual disor- disorder name 
for people that can that like want to kill someone when they hear them eat there's an actual disorder so wanted to throw that out there okay um i don't even know where i was you're gonna have to Um, steer this uh train okay okay you're gonna have to like are we starting with pelosi (laughs) let's just go there yeah just start with that i'm a mess i'm a mess um Paul Pelosi was attacked. I, um, if you follow us on Instagram, I immediately went on Instagram and posted on our stories. And I 100% believe that it was a lover's quarrel. <laughs> a lover's quarrel. So they have 28 cameras, security cameras. None of them worked or the person looking at the videos or the, the, the camera security, like just imagine like on the movies like there's one person working with all the tvs with all the like you know what i mean cameras and just like in the movies if you're looking over here you can miss someone over there right so whatever the person got through there's so many fascinating stories because i feel like the truth came out and then they had a backpedal so they're both in their underwears underwear well he's asleep but the argument to that is that he's why wouldn't he be right because he's sleeping. But the attacker is in his underwear well, also. No, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> and they're both <laughs> holding hammers. And I told Mark, I was like, wow. <laughs> when they go, they go hard. Like, I was thinking it was going to be a different hammer party. Like, <laughs> they would be hammering differently. Yeah. <laughs> Not with actual hammers. <laughs> hammering each other. There's like poetry. What is that called? Art, art in... What is that? What imitating, is that called? I don't know. Yeah, art imitating life, life imitating art. I don't know. But I was like, I know guys hammer each other, but like, <laughs> but like they were going to the extent of actually holding hammers. Yeah. Or is that code? Were they holding hammers? Like I don't know. <laughs> don't tell them what I did. And then um, the glass. Yeah. Was the. F- front door glass or a window in the front i think it was a win. it was it was in the front right or it was a window but it was it was broken from the inside out (laughs) so when you break in right like when you break into a house you're on the outside breaking in so all the glass is in the house now you're saying the house yeah so the glass was was actually like was the nudist guy whatever his name is Trying to break out? Yes. No. Like, why? (laughs) This is nothing adds up. Nothing. Nothing. And when Paul Pelosi called 911, he said, a friend. So, and then they were saying there was someone else in there because who opened the door? And then um, they backtracked that. And sorry. Um. I don't know. Do you have any other facts that were fascinating? There's so many. Oh, and then the fun part was like, where's Nancy? Okay. (laughs) Was he expecting a threesome? Like, (laughs) where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? And then they ran with that with January 6th comments. So, um, and Paul, um, I'm just looking, I'm looking at several facts. It's okay. I'm listening. No. And then the quote unquote attacker it has a weird name, but anyways, he's an illegal immigrant, so that's fun. 
He's his visa is expired. And right. So I, I noticed that about him. He was illegal, illegally here right now. Mm-hmm. And then they're saying he rents a house. Did you read about the oh. owner? And the owner's some like famous artist or somebody that has had his artwork in San Francisco's <laughs> mm-hmm. museum. I don't there's just all these weird like And things. he has the rainbow flag and the BLM flag in two different windows where that we're talking about the illegal alien. Where he lives, he has two flags and they're trying to like block those post now so you tell me <laughs> you tell me what 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 are your thoughts on what happened yeah i nothing adds up mm-hmm. i know so i generally know the area where she where her house is because my i have family that live in the bay in san francisco in the city and um i've definitely been over there and it's not well i don't know what i have actually haven't been in a few years because mm. why I mean, it's Why just not been it's just not been uh, conducive to go up there. I think it's getting better, maybe a little bit better now. But as far as like enjoying the city, there's no reason to. It's a crap hole at this point. Yeah. And so, like even in the, in those neighborhoods, like when I when we were going, you you definitely there there's always been like a homeless issue, mm-hmm. and they definitely have the, their seedy neighborhoods. But there was still like somewhat of a you could go to certain areas. Where, of the city where you wouldn't you have to deal with it so much. And so where she is, Presidio Terrace, kind of marina area, it's kind of like that area um, before, kind of toward, like after you get through the city on the outskirts, but you're in the city where it's like neighborhoody. And then you, and then if you keep going, you can go to the Golden Gate Bridge. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's just that really pretty mm-hmm. kind of city within a, uh, what is it called? Like a park area, but you're in the city still. And I just feel like no, no neighbor, like I have a story I'll share, I guess, in a little while. And it's like, there's no more like rich neighbor. There's no more wealthy, safe neighborhoods Mm-mm. anymore in these cities with, uh, especially in California, maybe in other states, but maybe California doesn't exist anymore. And I have a story. Well, to prove before, it, but. before you um, tell that story, I have a theory because I feel like nobody really it was super um, rare if somebody went into these yeah, gated just, communities like Beverly Hills. like, <clears throat> And I think the main reason is because robbers knew. Like, maybe the citizens are armed. The police really patrol or, you know, they, they, um, they'll get caught faster, I think, you know, for, from protecting the rich. But so the last two years and um, Gascon is that wait I don't even is that from Beauty and the Beast yeah but no that's his name George. okay <laughs> um, Da he's he's soft on crime mm-hmm. and then you saw like I feel like they were testing you can see it like testing like doing all these little robberies and they were getting released. Mm-hmm. Then they upped it to almost a thousand dollars. You can still and not go to jail. And so, and then it was like, boom, hitting Rodeo drive and they're hit, you know, and then boom, they're hitting these like major homes and, in the Hollywood Hills and Beverly Hills, like they're hitting the neighborhoods now. And I feel like, because they know they, they can get away with it now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like 
if you if you think back to even 2020 and you see like what was happening with the riots and then the looting and all that and then if you kind of see it, it escalated and i feel like it was like testing okay are they serious are we not going to jail and then sure enough they were not going to jail for this stuff or um the, oh and then defunding the police like mm -hmm. there's not enough resources and they know this like Ugh. And then they want yeah. our guns. The state wants our guns. Mm -hmm. or Biden wants our guns. So it's just like, oh my God, it makes me want to bang my head. Yeah, my brother told me, this is like over a year ago, I'm pretty sure. It, it, it wasn't very recent. I know that for sure is that they, where she lives, they have, they hire public, public, not public, they hire private security to patrol the neighborhoods now in that area. He's like, can you be any more communist? Like wow. the rest of the city does they get the police defunded and they have to just deal. But then where she lives in those neighborhoods, they have security. It's private security that they hire. And like, even like, cause I'm thinking like, I used to love walking around that area. So I can't imagine like walking around it and you have like people on each corner in a neighborhood that has no business of that being like that. If it wasn't for these terrible policies and that people know they can get away with everything. Like, why would you do that to your city? You know, but I mean, we know why. But so I just, yeah, and I, I just, I don't know how people are saying like, oh, the security wasn't there because it's only for her and she wasn't there. But like, you're, mm. no, don't tell me that when you're not there, your husband doesn't have any sort of security. That just, <laughs> this just doesn't make any sense. And I just feel like it's so bizarre that these random, that these things happen when they happen to who they happen to. Yeah. I just like, I don't know if anyone else feels this, but it's like these just over this past year, such random stuff like this. I mean, it's a quote unquote random. random. <laughs> like, I don't remember this happening a couple of years ago. No. And especially with her husband, how he already had the, the drunk um, driving incident earlier. And now he's involved in this, this, I just, I don't know. And then how they're trying to pin it on that. He, you know, they're trying to make it about like Biden saying, Oh, this reminds me of the January 6th yep. rioters. What this person did just, they're trying to spin it that way and you're just it's like working don't ever on. let a good crisis right. go to waste yeah so yeah so. they're using it and to me that just makes it more suspicious of how, how orchestrated it could have been well i didn't know that when paul pelosi was drunk um driving and he crashed there was a passenger in his car unnamed male <laughs> so oh, i thought nancy was with him <laughs> she was shoot I don't, no she was not with oh, him oh yeah i don't know so i'm just saying maybe it was his hammering friend yeah <laughs> where, and where did they get richmond two camera, is, uh, cameras richmond's on the other side of the bay that's where he's from uh-huh so it's kind of it's like a 20 mile or it's like you have to go over the bay bridge or over the golden no i didn't well if you go over the golden i think you have to go all the way around but like i think you go over the bay bridge and then you head north of berkeley and richmond's like and it's like a seedy place too it's like a weird it's like super ghetto but then <laughs> homes are still crazy expensive and you have like people that are like trying to gentrify it i think that live there i don't know but <laughs> that's where he crashed that's where he's from this guy oh so he lives oh. in richmond what is his name the pape the pape right i have the article right here i don't even remember his first name but i knew it was d-e-p something his last david name. david de pape de yeah. pop p-a-p-e yeah he's from canada he's 42 i know i was like and uh, he lives with like nudists right mm -hmm. or something 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of weird things about him. His kids have accused him of abusing them. Mm-hmm. There's just, mm-hmm. it's just. Uh, there's like a whole know. pedophile yeah, thing with it. Yeah, I just feel like there's, nothing's adding up. It's also, there's so many bizarre But it is things. adding up to me. Well, it adds I, up if, yeah, it adds no, up No, like it totally way. makes sense, especially the whole pedophile ring. And it's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. oh, once again, we need to bring up Pizzagate. <laughs> yeah. You know, the whole elite pedophile rings and I'm like, there you go. There you go, nasty Paul Pelosi, because he's like 80-something years old. And even just being with a 40-year-old, right, is it's hot, yeah, is gross. But anyways. You and your grandpa. Yeah, that's, oh my God, that is so gross. Ugh. Okay. So talking about illegals and um, break-ins and all of that. I would love to hear your stories. Yeah, so talk about, so this last weekend we were at our friend's house, home, in a beautiful gated community in South Orange County, and it is like, you talk about like a planned community where everything's meticulous and, you know, it's super clean, it's Stepford Wifeville, (laughs) not, not my friend, but everyone's in their Lululemons and, you know, it's just soccer moms and you know housewives and all that over there um and so we were coming home from dinner and we were going to hang it at their house until we had to pick my daughter up from a party and um so it's like eight o'clock ish we're driving into their gated so there's a gate you have to go through yeah which is early um we drive through there there's a police suv as we drive in which is kind of interesting you know they have security they have their security but not like you don't really see police in that neighborhood and then you got to drive in a ways. You go down the hill and around the corner. And then there's an orange grove right bef- like before you drive into like their section. Mm-hmm. This is a real, it's a pretty big like community where they live. And um, there's another police car just parked there. And I mean, I don't know. It's like your subconscious is like, oh, a police car. But I'm not like thinking that much about it. Like, yeah. oh, this is interesting. Like, why are they here? But just not really thinking much. And then we drive into their street. And then our friend just wh- whips a U-turn real fast. And I'm like, what's he doing? You know? And then he sees, I think, a neighbor, one of their neighbors, and he's talking to them. And then there's helicopters, I start noticing, flying over, right, oh, over their house. Shoot. And so he comes back around, and then we pull in, and he's like, there's an armed robbery going on right now. Like, they're looking for the person right now. Oh, my and God. And so we pull up to their garage, and he's like, let me go inside first and check. And he keeps, they have uh, firearms mm-hmm. and he there's I don't know if that's where all of them are, but there is one you know that he could grab on his way into his house, and so he's going through, and we're all outside. There's like my, me and my husband and my son, and then my friend and her and their four kids, and one of them I mean they have little kids too, and um, we're just kind of like I think we're all kind of in shock, and we're just like what is going on? And like I know for me that one of the first things I asked her was like, aren't you guys glad you have firearms? Mm. Can you imagine like you you're gonna have to go home and go into your house and let what kung fu your way out <laughs> like if. I don't, that's how my always thing, like, gonna kung fu your way to freedom? Like, how are you gonna do that? Because, I mean, we don't, they don't, they have no, they don't know exactly where he is as far as we know at this point. So, if you don't have your own firearms and you're gonna try and go sweep through your house and hope no one's in there, good luck. I mean, I don't, because what if the other person's armed? And so, I'm gonna get to that in a second. So, then he comes back out. Oh, and then while he's in there, the police are over the, and the, they call down. They're like, please get inside your house. Do not, you know, and do you're not, like, and we're like, we don't want to go to our house. We don't know. You know, yeah. and then he comes out. And we, he was basically coming out by the time they said that to us. So then we go inside 
And then he has like his firearm right there, you know, and we're kind of just waiting and you can see the helicopter flying on video. It's right over. Shoot. And I'm thinking we're in a gated community mm -hmm. and like, and where their community is, you have to like, if you're going to walk from, there's just, you don't really see homeless people up there. It's, you have to go kind of far. Yeah. It's kind of a trek. Like if you maybe caught, I don't even know if they have public bus. Maybe they, they probably have a public bus. I don't know. I don't really see one, but it's just, it's kind of an ordeal to get back into where they are and then to go into like their particular neighborhood. Like you kind of have to know what you're doing and where you're going to yeah. even do something like that. And I'm thinking, how are they getting in? Mm -hmm. Like, are they getting in through the gate saying there's somebody? Or, and then my friend was saying, no, no, they have, they've been having these issues. So there are some non-gated communities nearby and they have a lot of hills where they are. And so the people will come through the non-gated and go through the hills and then come through where there's like, and so like where their home is, they have, they're kind of on the end. And so there's like hills. And so it makes for a nice view, yeah. but like f you're going to, your homes are going to be the first ones hit in a situation yeah. like this. Cause they got to go somewhere nearby where they can quickly escape back mm -hmm. out to and she was telling me that they've been finding these people and they don't speak English mm. and uh, they have no clothes. They have no shirts on sometimes. They're just like, but they have guns. Oh my God. And I was like, wow, the border is really here. Like, yeah. Cause they're like an hour closer to the border than us. So they're, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're like an hour yeah. from the border. So that open border is, is made its way. And, and these people are dealing with it. And I'm talking multi-million dollar homes in these gated communi communities yeah. that are being hit like this with aren't not not just petty theft armed robbery yeah armed robbery and the it happened and so it ended up being it was the home on the other side they live have they have a park that they are their home backs up to and then the homes across the park back up to it it was in one of those homes shoot right there so you know she's telling me this and yeah i'm thinking well yeah open borders like you you kind of feel like it's where it is and there's part of me that's like, well, where are these people? Like, I don't think I, I haven't really felt. Yeah, we have necessarily the paint. The, yeah, but oh, it's here and mm -hmm. it's hitting, you know, where people. And so it's like you, ha you these people are obviously being dropped off and picked up. Yeah. Coming. So someone For is sure. orchestrating this. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's scary. It's scary. And so I'm thinking, yeah, there's no more wealthy neighborhoods that are protect, you know, safe from crime anymore in California. No, because they get away it. with it. So then. <laughs> The story gets it more interesting. So we go, we leave at like 10 o'clock to go get my daughter and we go pick her up. And then by the time we get home to our house, it's like almost 11 and we pull up to my house. That's not in a gated community. <laughs> <laughs> and our door is wide open and that's the lights scary. are on. And I'm still, I'm a processor as I all say pretty much every episode. And I'm still like trying to, I still can't believe what we just dealt with in yeah. their, at their house. And so we're pulling up to our house and I'm like, what, what is what why is our door open and our daughter had stayed home after we had left so i knew that she had been home and she was leaving at like five or six o'clock in the evening so it's been like mm -hmm. five hours five six hours and um so we're like jasmine did you shut the door she's like yeah i shut it and we have a ring so we're like looking through the ring videos we don't yeah. see anyone going through mm -hmm. oh and then the other thing is there's a police there's police parked out in front of our neighbor's house and then they're walking up to our house and so then they say, is this your home? We're like, yeah, we just pulled up. And they're like, well, your neighbor, someone called and said your door's open. So then they're, they're like, let's just, let, let us just go through and check first. So then, you know, you hear them. They're like, Cypress Police. <laughs> if you, you know, Freaking show scary. yourself, you know, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, what? <laughs> how is this happening? And so then um, 
they go through the house. Our house is a lot. It takes them like five five seconds because it's not very big. <laughs> And then they come out and they're like, well, it doesn't look like anything was ransacked or anything happened. So, you know, just it happens sometimes. You're So we think that our daughter shut the door and didn't shut it well. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of went open. And our neighbor across the way eventually told us that he was doing construction in his front yard. And he was out there, mm-hmm. luckily, also all afternoon and evening or whatever. And he noticed that our door had been open for a really, you know, an odd number. It just seemed odd. And so he called. So grateful for that. But I'm thinking how ironic in our little neighborhood, non-gated, like your door (laughs) is open for five hours and nobody, (laughs) no one went in. I just think it's, I just thought the, the, um, the juxtaposition or the dike. Yeah. The irony of it all or whatever. Um, (laughs) (laughs) it's so interesting. So that was an eventful Saturday night we had. And it just, you know, reminds you that, of how dangerous it is right now. Not my, you know, my house was just kind of a, a funny story and, you know, scary, like what it could have happened, but just the idea that there's no, no one's safe anymore. And you better yeah. have firearms if you are going to be here in our state, which ironically they're trying to take away. Yeah. yeah sorry. The dem- the yeah. wonderful governor we have. Oh my God. So random that that happened on so, the same night though. Yeah. Paul Pelosi and... Medeiros. Did did the homeowners in that other city, um, did they get hurt? Because it was an armed robbery. Yeah, I don't know a lot of details. <laughs> and I forgot to ask my friend because we actually went back down there the next day for a party. We just, you know, lived there. <laughs> my goodness. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I don't know. They didn't have a to- whole lot of detail yet because it just happened. So I'm sure we'll learn more. But... Yeah. Oh, and then I don't know if I said this, but there the, there was a mom and a child at home in that house. I don't think I said that, right? No. Yeah. So, I mean, that's everyone. It's like my worst, worst nightmare, nightmare that I would be by myself at my in my house because people always like I've had these conversations with friends that um, once they get home they feel fine because they're in their house. But I'm like <laughs> I get I feel like it's gonna go down in my house. Like I don't feel safe ever because I think like if I'm gonna get murdered, it's gonna be in my home when I'm like asleep <laughs> or something. I just have to have that weird irrational fear. But I mean, yeah. clearly. No, it can happen. Yeah. It, and I don't know if that home had any firearms. I don't know. Like, but I just, I've never been so more appreciative of having them because you just never know. And make and sure you get training. It's that whole uh, sentiment that I would rather have own firearms and never use them than need them and not have them. It's just as simple as that. I don't want to use them. I mean, I don't. Yeah. It's not like I enjoy. That's traumatizing to it's you. It's just, you mm-hmm. know, it's just. It's to me. It's what it's a responsible thing if you care about your life at this point. Yeah, and protect your family. Because there's a lot, and the thing is, there's like people keep thinking, well, that's what the police was for. I'm like, no. have you been to Southern California? Yeah. There are so many people here that if something like massive goes down, mm. they're not going to be able to get to everybody. And the only people that are going to make it out are the people that can arm themselves. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just reality. It's not. And they've defended so much. So. You know, but her. our friend, we have a friend that owns a firearm store. He's opening another one. Is he where? Mm-hmm. In Riverside. Oh, okay. Cause he's in, he's in San, um, like Ontario, right? I think the store's in Ontario oh, right okay. now. His, his current one, he's opening another one. Wow. That just goes to tell you how many people are, start, are starting to arm themselves that he, you know, and he, he, he was doing it as a side business at first and still working where, where my husband, with mm-hmm. my husband. And he had to quit that full-time job to deal with this <laughs> because so many people bought guns 
It's this smart. Past year. That was a smart oh, move. Oh yeah. I don't think he had I don't I think he was just using it as like a side business, not thinking mm-hmm. about what it could potentially become. And I remember asking him, because this is I think we went before the election, twenty twenty election. And I was like, Who do you want to win? You know, because like you want the and he's like, I'm good either way. Because people are going to get them, you know, they're either going to yeah. get them because, or they're going to get them because they need them, or they're going to get them because they know they can have them. They're going to, like, it was just interesting when I think back about that conversation. He's <laughs> like, I'm good. This is just the way things are going now. So that's funny. crazy. Yeah. So yeah, oh. it's my, uh, oh my God. My Pelosi story. <laughs> Your Pelosi. Hammer free. No, no hammers and <laughs> no underwear. underwear. Everyone was dressed. <laughs> Yeah, so. But it's coming. It's coming to our. Yeah. Whether it's armed robberies or just homeless people, because I have that issue. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I it's it's just one, one thing or another. And it's really sad that like even my little son, there's a there's a local homeless guy. We call him Jesus because he looks like he could be Jesus. Oh, I think I saw him on camera. And he just sleeps everywhere. He has nothing with him ever. He has Maybe it is. No cart no blanket like he has nothing with him and he literally sleeps like he is dead Mm. like he looks like a dead body Mm. in the middle of a sidewalk you know and he's just like a fixture (laughs) in our neighborhood and he's like i've never seen him do anything crazy or anything but um he was kind of sitting in the middle of the street the other day and i was like oh no like (laughs) what's happening you know is he is he dead but no he wasn't so i mean it's just sad like it's becoming like normal to see just bodies on the floor i don't know yeah i find something very wrong oh, with yeah that. i was taking um luke over to the high school the other day and we go right over and the river bed he's all mom what's that man doing and i'm like I don't oh my know, god buddy. close your eyes i don't know I'm, my eyes are on the road close i have eyes. a feeling i know what he was doing and he's like i think he was doing i think he was pooping or like he said something like that like i'm sure he was i'm sure he was <laughs> and i'm sure he could care less if you see him or not at nope. this point yeah. they do not care yeah. oh okay you want to jump on over to the pandemic yeah amnesty is that how you say it amnesty letter yeah. <sighs> because this one infuriates me they yes i will put this letter in our show notes so everyone can go enjoy it yes Read it for yourself it's we knew it was coming. Yeah. And what, why it really, like, you, I started to have that inner struggle because as, you know, Christians and mm-hmm. you forgive, but we don't really forget. And, you know, and then all these people just brought, vid, like, because people were mad about this letter. And, um, sorry, I'm pulling it up as yeah. we talk. So, then they started playing video after video of um, just the abuse of masking these children and elementaries calling the police on five-year-olds that wouldn't wear a mask. There's that famous video of a two-year-old at a preschool that fought putting a mask on for like five minutes. And then I was like, no. And Susie, you brought up a good point, like, we need to like hold trials and people need to be held accountable for this, this whole thing, because why, why were so many us parents, non-government people 
screaming from the rooftops that this was child abuse. This is overreach. You are trying to control us. But yet government and teachers and everyone else didn't see it. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying everyone is guilty, but some people might have been fearfully brainwashed. Mm -hmm. And so people need to be held accountable. And just like if you accidentally kill someone, you still go to prison. Mm -hmm. And so sorry, if you went along with it, then you have to be held accountable. And um, sure enough, they came out with, uh, who wrote it? Emily Oster. And you can look at her Twitter and other, I don't know what other social media she has, but she was definitely the pandemic police <laughs> in her tweets and stuff about, you know, what in, what the NVAC should be mm -hmm. doing and what should happen to them. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It wasn't, it's not like she's some random writer that just, you know, has this idea in her head and didn't really have anything to do with any of it. No, she was, like, you know, if I don't, if we play the other video, it'll explain the, the psycho yeah. psychosis of people like her. But um, I can read like you want to <laughs> read it? it. Tell me. And then you tell me when I have the video up. Okay. So, Wait, which one is it? This one, right? This, mm -hmm. this one. Okay. In April, 2020, with nothing else to do, my family took an enormous number of hikes we, wore, we all wore cloth masks that I had made myself. We had a family hand signal, which the person in the front would use if someone was approaching on the trail and we needed to put our masks on. I mean, I can already just, I know this woman is probably one of the most irritating people I would ever come across. Once, when another child got too close to my then four-year-old son on a bridge, he yelled at her, social distancing. Oh my God. These precautions were totally misguided. In April 2020, no one got the coronavirus from passing someone else hiking. Outdoor transmission was vanishing, vanishingly rare. Our cloth masks made out of old bandanas wouldn't have done anything mm. anyway. But the thing is, we didn't know. Mm. She's saying this in her letter. Is she just a journalist or what? Uh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, what is know. she? She's, because like I, we even knew that. She's, she's a, con a contributing okay. journalist or whatever. Okay. The Atlantic, you know, the Atlantic is okay. <laughs> left wing. We didn't know. I think Steve Jobs' wife owns this one. His ex, his widow, Makes she owns sense. one of these. Yeah. Anyway, um, go, moving on. Okay. I have been reflecting on this lack of knowledge. Thanks to a class I'm co-teaching at Brown university on COVID. Oh, oh Lord. Who's taking that class? <laughs> We've spent several lectures reliving the first year of the pandemic, discussing the many important choices we had to make under conditions of tremendous uncertainty. Some of these choices turned out to be better than others. To take an, ex an example close to my own work, there is an emerging, if not universal, consensus that schools in the U.S. were closed for too long. Yeah, you think? <laughs> oh, my gosh. The health risks of in-school spread were relatively low, whereas the cost to students, well-being, and educational progress were high. The latest figures on learning loss are alarming. But in spring and summer 2020, we had only, a glimmer, we had only glimmers of information. Reasonable people, people who cared about children and teachers, advocated on both sides of the reopening debate. Like... <laughs> I'm not going to go any further, but because then she gets into the vaccines and stuff. And that's just like, you know, where, she, where she's coming from. Like, mm -hmm. we just didn't know. And I'm like, no, no, people were talking about stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Your people were censoring it. Mm -hmm. And we're calling all of us, you know, the conspiracy people, grandma killers. Yep. Yeah. So, yep. no, we're not, we're not doing amnesty. <laughs> we're not doing that right now. No. We need accountability. So, yeah, play that. I feel like this guy. 
he was on PragerU. I don't remember his name, but he has a good, like, I would say his summary is like a nut, in a nutshell of what's, what needs to happen, what happened and what needs to happen. Emily Oster titled, Let's Declare a Pandemic Amnesty. If you read between the lines, what this article is really titled is, Please Don't Hold Me Accountable for All the Horrific Things I Did and Said to You During the Pandemic. They want so badly for us to forget all the criminal things they did to us during the pandemic. So in case you forgot, let me give you a quick recap. Remember when they unconstitutionally shut down our churches and arrested people who dared to worship? Remember when they shut down our schools and prolonged the reopening, leading to test scores dropping to the lowest levels in decades? Or how about these columnists mocking people's deaths and labeling them anti-vaxxers despite real concerns against getting the experimental mRNA vaccine? We know that many of the things Big Pharma and the government told us about COVID was a complete lie. We weren't in the dark, as The Atlantic claims. We were intentionally lied to by the government so they could enforce lockdowns, strip us of our constitutional rights, and push the vaccine passport. There are countless examples of inhumane and illegal things they did to us during the pandemic, and they just want us to sweep it under the rug and forget. Now is not the time for forgiveness. It's time for accountability. Exactly. Perfect. That was a perfect There'll be thing. a time for that, but it's not right now. I'm I'm a Christian saying that. <laughs> like I just my brain fog. I was I like know. I was like what? I was so confused by what you said. No. But yeah, there's going to be a time for forgiveness. <laughs> like, I mean, I forgive people's like lack of what is like critical thinking. I mean, but it's like not it's not like she's apologizing, you know. They're just like it's make, it's, it's a bunch of excuses she's a victim. and yeah, it's that victimhood. Mm -hmm. So Let's let's hold everyone accountable first, and then we can talk about forgiving. Yeah, they need. Yeah, for sure. You need because oh, need to be if brought. the tables were turned, oh, I would love. You know, yeah, mm -hmm. I would love to know what they'd be expecting us to do. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that is, you're completely right. But they have the inability to do that, so <laughs> they don't know how to think. You know, from the other side, so. It's, but it's great. I mean, they call it like being ratioed. So if you look at her Twitter, let's look it up real fast. Um, she put, you know, posted on her Twitter. I'm trying to think if I can find the link to it. And I mean, there, there is like, let me see if I can find it real fast. Um, the amount of retweets and and comments. It just go. That's what goes to show you. And you, if she, I don't know why she didn't turn it off. <laughs> like, like, why would you? They don't censor. Thirty-three thousand point seven comments, eight thousand three hundred ninety-five retweets, and two thousand four hundred likes. <laughs> Let's just read some of the comments. Oh, oh I gotta log in. Yeah, I can't. I can't read. I have to log in. I don't want to log in. I don't even know what my login is. I always get links, you know, and then if you see it that way, you can read comments, but. I'm sure if you have Twitter and you search for Emily Oster, prof it's Professor or Prof Emily Oster. Go look at her. Look it up. Look up this tweet, and you'll see the people's comments. Are they funny? Like, like shut up. Did I have. I thought I might have saved. What did I save? Oh, did I send it to you through? We always like send things. And I never remember where I put it. Because I had. Oh, was it an article here? I am the worst about. Saving my like 
where you put where it. I find stuff. Same. You know? Because I had found an article, and it was like a guy's. Um, it was his like blog about it. What was his name? And I can I'll try and look for it like when we, if we liked or I'll put it on the show notes. But he he kind of shows highlights of people's responses. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Oh, that's good. That's why I still follow KTLA on uh, Instagram. I always say I'm here for the comments. Yeah, because that tells you. <laughs> it gives me hope. That goes, that, the comments are always telling of how people really feel. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, okay. <laughs> and I remember like the White House, they had to turn off their comments on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. A while back when Biden went into office, because every time he would go on, they would post something, people would just... Speaking of that, did you, you did you see how they were boasting that they have the highest... Um, Social security oh. checks going out in like, I don't know, 10 years, whatever. And then they got fact checked, right? By somebody or. Yeah, Twitter. Twitter, did, I think, Twitter said Elon something. Elon Musk owns it now. So they're getting fact checked on the other side. And it was like social security goes up when there's inflation or something. And it was just like, oh, my God. And they took it down. And then I. John. What's her name? Jean, Jean, Pierre. I don't know. Oh, here I found the tweets. You want to hear something? Yeah, go. Well, so this guy, I'll put the, I'll put this um, link on our show notes. It's Don Serber. It's his. I don't know. It's just his blog. His blog, and so he has this whole thing about the amnesty letter. Like one of the clips he has is um, that she from the letter is the people who got it right for whatever reason may want to gloat. Those who got it wrong for whatever reason may feel defensive and retrench into a position that doesn't accord with the facts. All of this gloating and defensiveness continues to gobble up a lot of social energy and to drive the culture wars, especially on the internet. These discussions are heated, unpleasant, and ultimately unproductive. In the face of so much uncertainty, uncertainty, getting something right had a hefty element of luck, and similarly, getting something wrong wasn't a moral failing. Treating pandemic choices as a scorecard on which some people racked up more points than others is preventing us from moving forward. Like, you can say whatever you want from your end whenever you want, and that's not an issue. And now that you're on the other side of it, this is a problem all of a sudden. Okay. And so some of the people are like, oh, no, Professor Emily Oster, many of us, this is Janice Dean, many of us won't ever forgive or forget, especially when it comes to the seniors who died in nursing Mm. homes after leaders flooded their residences with COVID patients Mm. and never told us or protected them. They knew better. We deserve justice first. Thanks for mentioning the thousands of dead nursing home seniors after several governors decided to flood their nursing homes with COVID patients. Oh, wait, you didn't. And then someone's all, please, bro. I know we fired people from their jobs and exiled them from society, bro. We didn't know, bro. I know we arrested old women and for feeding pigeons and trampled people with horses and raided their homes. But we were misinformed, bro. We were only following orders, bro. I lost my job title over the over this or the someone's. I lost my job over this lie. I had to turn down multiple jobs last year because of proof of vaccination requirements. Hell, I had to turn down two recently for the same reason. I'm not forgive. I'm not in a forgiving mood. <laughs> Me too. After keeping the bastards going throughout lockdowns. They moved the business location and continued to break the rules that they expected me to follow. Not sure I want to work and pay tax again, only for it to be mis- misappropriated and misguided again. I don't know. There's Yeah, it's just funny. There's a bunch. So. I for, You know, I, I forget here. the list. Oh, there's just, it goes on and on. I mean, my grandma, I, I can't even go there because I will lose it. But, oh. Because my grandma was in her nursing home 
the last two years and then she passed away last um may and i just i can't even think about i just can't even go there because i will get so mad because they took two the last two years of her life from her yeah. family i mean they, they they slowly had like you know i we got to go in but like i remember one time we went in and we had to sit between the screen and I couldn't touch her. And I oh. was just, I thought I was going to lose it. I was oh just like, God. she doesn't effing care. Like yeah. she's lived her life. She wants to touch her family. Mm -hmm. Like I cannot believe this is where we're at. Like I just, those are, those are the types of things early on that I was like, this is wrong. There's, this mm -hmm. is, there's, this is not add up. This is not, this is wrong. Cause old people don't care. Like they have lived their life and they want to be with their family. And this is, this is like, it's crimes against humanity. Yeah. For, for sure. I just focus on the kids so much that I forget about how horrific these, the rest home, nursing homes mm -hmm. that they had to go, like what they had to go Oh, through. there's video, like you'll see videos that people have been posting. I think Libs of TikTok posted one of this grandma and she is just looking through this glass and she just doesn't understand. She's like, why can't I touch you? Like she just couldn't understand. She's looking at her nerve, you know, it's like, I'm trying not to cry watching it. Cause you're just like, this was just evil beyond. I don't even know the word to call what it was. It's not, it's like, there's no word to, I don't even know. Inhumane, evil, horrible. I don't know. And it's these people, they can't ever get that back. And I don't even know if that woman's alive anymore. I don't know. Because she was pretty old. Yeah, she was. I know what probably saw you're that talking one. about. Yeah. Uh -huh. So, yeah. Don't, I mean, like this, people like this lady think that we don't remember two years ago. <laughs> it's burned into our brains. We're not going to forget about it. And, yeah, accountability, then forgiveness. That's the order of things. <laughs> Sorry. Before we end it, I wanted to talk about, um, or as we're ending um just voting again oh, but yeah. before we go there do you have anything else no i mean i just go and read the letter i'll put it on there and i'll put some links <laughs> just you know because you're probably gonna need to laugh your way through it or you're gonna want to rip your ha hair out um and just you know there that's that's definitely going to be like a thing now that they're going to try mm -hmm. and like push onto us that mm -hmm. we just need to move on and not in and it's not about that it's not about that. And you have to like, cause the, the ability for them to like brainwash people, we saw it, you know? So you are going to see a lot of people that are going to be like, yeah, it's the Christian thing to do, or it's loving thy neighbor to move, you know? And it's not, you, you're missing the principle and the problem with that and the enabling of it, you know? So gotta think like an adult, not a child. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, along those lines, sorry my nose is like starting to act up um yesterday in santa Ana, they voted that's um oc right mm -hmm. OC, oh, yeah. oc voted to another emergency health emergency and i just i don't even know what to say to that and a lot of people showed up and spoke so happy about that but i i don't know I just, once again. Well, they saw it worked, so. That's what I'm saying. Like, we have to, we have to, oh, my God. I don't even know because I have a head cold. <laughs> and I'm just, like, want to throw my hands up at sometimes. But 
you know. I mean, has America really gone to its knees? Like no. you say, no. Mm-mm. I don't. I don't really know what to f- expect. But everyone needs to go vote. You have to do what you have, what you can do, mm-hmm. because you just never know. We might see a miracle. We'll see a miracle, or <laughs> we're living in some. These people keep trying times. Throwing. I mean, we're still in emergency in California, right, Newsom? Yeah, he's, do- he dro- he's dropping it in February. Remember, Supposedly. that's when it's gonna end because he knows he's a gyp- <laughs> he's a fortune teller. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure Nancy. Pelosi so vote November eighth. Mm-hmm. Vote in person. In person. Vote, vote, vote. Yeah. <laughs> Before you can't vote anymore. Yeah. <laughs> For they take it away. Yeah. Oh, and look up Brazil right now. Oh, yeah. See what's happening in that country. Okay, let's stop. You've been listening to the Super Spreader Show with Trish. And Susie, you can find us on our website, superspreadershow.com, on Instagram, Tree Social. And you can listen to this podcast on Anchor FM and Spotify also. Till next time. Right, bye. Bye.